Hi friends, I'm Anna McKenna. I'm here to bring you resources and tools you can really use, whether you're still serving or you're exploring your civilian status in this world. Think of this as your safe space to be challenged and encouraged in all aspects of your life. We'll talk money, mindset, business, wellness, and so much more. The military is part of your story, my friends. You get to write the rest. This is Your Next Mission with Anna McKenna. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Your Next Mission with Anna McKenna. Today, we are going to talk about VA disability claims and things that you need for them. And I decided to kind of kick off uh, our podcast series. As you know, this is a new series, and I'm still learning quite a bit about what I'm actually doing. Um, but I wanted to bring forth a discussion about VA disability claims because it's something that our clients and my soldiers have struggled with over the years. And what I wanted to talk about today was basically just a starting jump off point for people who may be considering filing a VA claim, some of the things that they were going to need. Um, one of the things that, you know, I think is so interesting is People oftentimes don't even realize that they're eligible for uh, service connection and they don't consider themselves a veteran. And I think that that is like so interesting. They think if they haven't deployed and experienced a lot of combat that they're not entitled to um, getting services from the Department of Veterans Affairs, and that's simply not true. So um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about before we kind of kick off the step-by-step is my new website that is going live. It is anna-mckenna.com, A-N-A-McKenna, M-C-K-E-N-N-A.com, and it's going to serve as a little landing point um, for some of the things that I am doing here in trying to support uh, service women and military families. And so I hope you'll check it out. I hope you'll join um, my newsletter list. I have loaded a um, budget worksheet on there that I hope that you will find um, helpful and We'll be talking about finances later on in the podcast and sharing some of the things that have worked for some of our clients and um, some of the folks that I've worked with over the course of the last 20 years. Um, So I hope you check it out. I hope you sign up for the newsletter. Hope you download the workbook and I hope that you find it helpful. Um, So with that, let's kick off the checklist um, for a strong VA claim. So I guess when we when we talk about a veteran's uh, strong VA claim, we want to make sure that we are linking conditions to your military service, and you have to have documentation to back it up. And this is why they tell you, you know, when you come in to your service, save everything, save every single piece of paper that you can. And it's harder, I think, to do now because everything is so automated. Um. But the key to remember when you are filing a strong VA claim is you want to be sure to link your conditions back to your military service and you have to have documentation. And it can be anything as simple as a sick call slip 
or um, an LOD. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, I'm just gonna kind of tick through them and hopefully you will find it helpful. So the first thing that you're gonna need is all of your DD-214s from all your branches and all your periods of service. And oftentimes, older folks like me might have multiple, and you're gonna need that member for original or certified copy. So that is very important. So I served on active duty, I served in the reserves, I served in the National Guard, and I have an assortment of DD-214s from different periods of service. So my first deployment, in 2003, I have a, my first DD-214 from when I left active service. So that is really the first thing that you kind of want to make sure that you have. And you should have copies of your DD-214, um, hopefully in a safe deposit box or a filing cabinet at home. Um, so you want to collect all of those up first, okay? The second thing that you want to do is have all copies of your military service treatment records. Sometimes people get these on a CD. More often, they are paper copy. Um, if you have both, that's even better. You want to make sure that when you are compiling a packet to submit to the VA, that you're keeping a copy of everything for yourself. So if you only have a CD, keep the CD and burn off, you know, um, a copy of everything that is on that CD because usually VSO offices, sometimes they will, but more often than not, they won't make copies for you. So all of these uh, military service treatment records would include all of your line of duty paperwork and any permanent or temporary profiles that you picked up along the way. And if you're still serving, you want to make sure, again, that you're holding on to these um, pieces of paper and burning a copy and keeping them in a safe spot. But every single treatment record that you have, if you served at different installations and your medical records did not follow you, this is all very important because you're going to need this. The third thing that is helpful to have is um, all copies, all copies of your current civilian provider records. Okay. So if you have a primary care physician, say you are a guardsman or a reservist and you go to a civilian doctor like I do, I do go to the VA for some things, but, um, for most of my treatment, um, I always see my primary care physician, someone that I've seen for 20 years. So yes, I've seen military doctors. Yes, I've seen the VA, but I've always maintained my PCP. And it now more than ever, it's very easy to get um, these records at my doctor's office. We have a portal online that I'm able to go on there. I can pull all of my labs, all of my treatment notes, everything. Um, so that is something that you want to make sure that you have A, access to, and B, something that you can also um, get on CD or in hard copy. Mental health, uh, psychologist, or your psychiatrist records. If you are going to be serving, um, or I'm sorry, if you're going to be submitting for service connection to PTSD, for example, you need to make sure that you have a comprehensive mental health and psychologist, psychiatrist record. Sometimes people will go to like a vet center and they will forget about those uh, records that they can request from whoever they saw there. Um, 
So you want to round those up as well. And then one other thing that people oftentimes forget about is any holistic or whole health practitioners. So just for example, for myself, I've struggled with thyroid um, condition for over 15 years since when I first returned home and I became service connected for that because uh, my practitioner was able to tie that back to traumatic brain injury, which is happening more and more about. And actually, we'll be talking a little bit more about that uh, when we dive into some of our health and wellness topics here on this podcast. Um, but really, what helped me get service connected for that was some of the treatment notes and letters that I got from my whole health and holistic practitioners. And so when I went and saw her for supplementation, for additional testing on my adrenals, um, and an assortment of food allergies as well, I was able to obtain some of these records and use them. And they were very helpful in service connecting me for my thyroid condition. So that is also very important. Okay, next on the list, number four, any and all PDHRAs. So these are post-deployment health reassessment program. So we usually do these um, upon our return um, from a deployment. We go through and we kind of click through. And this is something that I would encourage folks to be honest with that they are still serving because down the road, these will be very helpful in service connecting you. And so also, these are very dis- difficult to get after you've left service. So you can get a copy of whatever you can and keep it with you. Um, and it just kind of helps route your condition back to your military service. So I encourage you to hold on to those and get copies of whatever you can there as well. Next on the list, any current medical diagnosis. So even if you think it is not related to your service, if you've developed a condition, a medical condition, or a diagnosis down the road, um, you want to be sure that you have that in for consideration as well. It is very important for when you're going through um, with your physical to service connect you to the VA that they understand your current medical diagnosis as well. Another tip um, just to kind of talk about is when you're sick or when you are in distress, it can be really hard to remember things. Um, And it really sometimes can be even more difficult to actually tell your provider what your issues are exactly. And so when your mind is right and you are thinking about, you know, what you're planning on submitting for service connection for, or even when you go in to see your doctor, you want to take a list of all your symptoms with you to every medical appointment. And that way you have it written down and you can tell your primary care physician or whoever you're seeing what you experience on a day-to-day basis. And that way you won't forget when you get in front of your doctor Um, which I am guilty of doing all the time, I will make a note to myself in my head like, yeah, I really need to tell my doctor that I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that. And then by the time I get there, it's totally slipped my mind. And my doctor tends to be a little long-winded. God bless her. She's the best. But she does tend to get 
sometimes a little bit long-winded. And so we get off track. And so it's really important that you make a list and that you carry it with you. I just put mine in my phone. It's very easy to kind of just make sure that I'm addressing all the things I want to address with her. Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. The next thing I suggest is developing a relationship with your doctor. So a doctor that knows you is more often times going to support a VA claim in writing. And this is really one of the strongest pieces of evidence that you can provide. And so a lot of times people will doctor hop or doctor shop, and it can be very difficult for you to try to get a letter supporting your claim for a diagnosis if they don't know you or you've hopped around to a few different doctors. So develop that relationship with your primary care, your provider, and really be honest about the things that are troubling you and make sure they understand what those issues are because it's just going to help you in the long run. Next up are buddy statements. And actually, I've been asked to do a a podcast just simply on buddy statements. And so I'm going to try to get a subject matter expert in to chat with us about buddy statements. But these are statements that can be from people that you served with, battle buddies, people in your unit. They can even be from spouses or partners, um, people who know, say you're putting in for like a sleep apnea condition and your spouse hears you struggling to breathe or snoring every night, or perhaps has firsthand knowledge of your struggles with PTSD, or has witnessed triggering events, people that you work with. Um, anybody can provide a buddy statement who has firsthand knowledge of some of the things that you may or may not be struggling with. Um, and when they write these statements, these statements should be as detailed as possible and you definitely want to put down dates if they can recall them. Even to say like it was approximately November of 2020, those are very helpful in drawing a service connection to whatever your condition is. And so I encourage you um, to listen. I will definitely be letting everybody know we're going to do like the buddy statement episode because I think people really get caught up here and folks that I've worked with in the, in the past are like, you know, that wasn't my battle buddy. It was just a guy in my unit. It's like, right. But like he was the clerk there and he knew that, you know, you were working through a medical, um, chapter, medical discharge, or, you know, there are sometimes, Um, it's beyond kind of your innermost circle of people who can provide a buddy statement to you. So more to come on that. Um, But that is something that you can definitely start getting lined up now. The next thing you want to do is connect with a veteran service officer. And on my website, I'll be sure to post um, 
by state different veteran service officers and they will help you begin to file your claim and they'll help you do it in an organized fashion so that you stay organized that it is clear that your diagnosis or condition is directly related to certain times in your service and then they'll help you get started online um, and you can start your your claim online at www.ebenefits.va.gov and I'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well. You can start online there and your veteran service officer can also assist you with kind of pushing that through because they're going to ask you for a lot of information and it is best to kind of have it all um, online. A lot of folks I know will put together an entire packet and then scan the whole thing. And that truly is also an easy way to make sure that everything is all together. And when you put, when you are putting together, like scanning a PDF, you want to do it by condition. So you'd want to have like all your LODs or all of your medical paperwork um, for one condition. I'm just using thyroid as, as an example, putting that all together buddy statements, medical records, LODs, um, treatment records, so on and so forth together. And then you can move on to another condition and putting all those separate papers into its own section. I hope that makes sense. Um, but you want to definitely divide it up by condition. The next thing you need to have is your direct deposit number, your routing number, and of course the full name of your bank institution. One thing I want to caveat here is that when you submit your claim, <laughs> be prepared to wait. It just doesn't come hitting your bank account. What you need to do is A, be service connected. In many cases, you will get a back pay if they can, if they can link the service connection to um, you getting out of service, which by the way, you need to file within one year of leaving service in order to um, be able to reap the full benefits of a service connection, service connected disability. Um, another tip, when you're submitting evidence, either to your VSO or if you're going straight to the Department of Affairs, the regional office, you want to make sure before you're handing over paperwork um, or evidence that you might have that they mark them as received with the date on them. So what they'll do is they'll take your file from you. I make them put received on every single piece of paper, which usually they're used to that and having a date on it. And then I make them burn a copy for me and give it back to me so that it shows that they did receive the paperwork. I cannot tell you how many people have submitted paperwork to the VA and you know the VA has never gotten it right so that happens so often and you know they've had a backlog for a long time I'm not totally sure that um, every state or nationally that the VA regional offices have streamlined how they are doing um, compensation uh, claims, but in, in, if all else fails, make sure that you get everything stamped, every last piece of paper that they received that was taken out of your hands, stamped with the date, and then returned to you because that is key. 
um, and and really be prepared to work one-on-one with your VSO. It takes a while and you'll have to probably go through a physical and um, you will have to answer questions. You'll probably have to go back and see doctors on more than one occasion. And it really can become a lengthy process for a lot of people, which is why you want to start early and you want to make sure all your ducks are in a row, if possible, even before you leave service. So I think over the last, you know, 15 years, things have definitely gotten better in terms of people receiving um, any sort of service connection um, because you know, I think the Department of Veterans Affairs has been doing this so long and they've had a lot of attention on them. Um, but these are just some real quick tips that you can do to start getting your ducks in a row. Um, and once you receive your your um, decision back, in many cases, you will have to appeal it either because you received no service connection for it and you know that you struggle with a medical diagnosis or condition directly um, related to your military service, a lot of times um, they can't make that link. And oftentimes it's because there's just a piece of evidence that's missing. Um, So the appeals process is another whole thing that, you know, we'll talk about again on this podcast because myself and a lot of folks have gone through this process and it is an intense one. And when you are struggling and you just want to get um, service connected so that you're able to be seen at the VA for whatever your medical condition is, that is like key. Um, So again, very quick, very kind of just the the top of the pile here when it comes to um, some checklist items that you'll need to start getting a strong VA claim together. I look forward to bringing subject matter experts in and really talking with our audience about ways to um, make sure that they get that VA claim and and that service connection accomplished because it can be truly the difference of um, poverty for people. Um, That additional income and the ability to be able to see doctors at the VA related to uh, a service condition is like key for so many people. So I hope you found this helpful. please, I'm open to feedback. So please shoot me an email. You can reach me at Anna, A-N-A, at Anna-McKenna.com. Again, there's only one N in Anna. Anna Anna-McKenna.com is my new website. um, And you can email me there as well. And give me lots of ideas. Tell me what it is that you are interested in learning about, hearing about, Again, just the topic of this podcast is going to cover topics like finances and how to budget and work on credit and buy homes. And we're also going to talk about health and wellness. And we're going to talk about going into business on your own, entrepreneurial adventures. And um, we're going to talk about interpersonal relationships and how we can best you know, just kind of maximize all areas of our life and hopefully bring you some resources that you will find interesting that are just for um, military veterans. So again, thanks for listening. I'm still learning the podcast world and it feels weird to hear my own voice. Um, 
But again, I'm really, I really am here to kind of bring you whatever it is that you want to hear about and connect you to resources. And so I'm lining up a whole bunch of great subject matter experts that I hope you will find beneficial. So again, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next time.